She brings wealth and health to her audience by tackling hot topics around substance use disorder, mental health and wellness. Her mission, vision, and goal are to help you heal from your past trauma, inspire you to transform your body, mind, and soul so you can live your best life. Your board-certified psychiatric mental health doctor, nurse practitioner, trauma care maestro, and media analyst, your life ambassador, best-selling author, TEDx talk speaker, CEO of Pool of Bethesda Psychiatric Health in Arizona. Let's all welcome Dr. Princess Fumi Hancock. Hello, hello world. Thank you so much for joining me. For those of you who do not know me yet, my name is Dr. Princess Fumi Hancock. I'm a board certified uh, mental health, psychiatric mental health doctor of nurse practice out in Arizona. And of course, some other parts of the country in America. Um, others call me your compassionate trauma care maestro. And then of course, the princess of suburbia on social media. So if you have not gotten a chance to kind of take a look at the things that I do, please check me out on YouTube at the princess of suburbia at the princess of suburbia or you can also check me out at the international diaspora network for those who are great at just listening of course my podcast tear the veil tear the veil with dr fumi f-u-m-i psych dmp you can reach it you can see that you can listen on almost every platform that you can imagine all you have to do is just google it of course one is iHeartRadio and speaker so Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. What do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about the impact of social media. Let's talk a little bit about that. The impact of social media, not only on just our youths, right? Because we know that it is ravaging through our youths, particularly in the situation where during the COVID, most of our teenagers, our youths found themselves, but most, most times by themselves in the house, right? They're in the home and they're mostly on internet. So what is the impact of social media? Um, some when you talk to some parents, some parents says, well, it's fine. Uh, when you talk to others, they will literally give you examples of how the internet has really um, kind of played a bad role on in the lives of their children. Um, I remember when I was growing up, right, and when internet was just fairly new. What we did internet for, what we used internet for was completely different from what is being used uh, right now for. Right back then, we had games, not and not not games that are violent games, just fun games that you allowed you to interact with other people in a very healthy manner. We had platforms for kids, for children. We watch Bernie and all kind of stuff that we did back then. That right now it's a little bit different. Social media right now, depending on the platform that you're talking about, is uh, you you have a lot of not just violence, you have a lot of people that are pulling people down, you have cyberbullying, I mean, all sorts of things that you can imagine that we never went through that now our children are going through. So it is incumbent upon parents to keep an eye. I know that there are some parents that have worked hard, so they've worked hard and they get home, and all they want to do is just breathe, to be able to sigh, to be able to just be by themselves for a minute. And so what they do is they leave their kids on uh, on the internet for a long long time the average hours of that that some of these kids that i even take care of talk to me about is unfathomable you have kids that are on that are left on allowed to just stay on on the internet for a whole day 
You have some that is like six hours a day and you're wondering why their brains are being battered by with information, disinformation, misinformation, things that are not even good. You have situations where even kidnappers connect with kids on the internet and draw them out of their homes. The internet, we used to be a very, very safe place, have now become very, very unsafe. You have kids that have been put down because of the way they look and because of that they begin to de develop eating disorders. You have kids right now that they're wanting to be a part of a, a group and because of that they, they end up hooking up with, uh, I mean, just, you can't even imagine the kind of people that they hook up with. That because of that, they're beginning to experience depression, they begin to experience anxiety, they begin to experience eating disorder. So many bad things that can happen. But here's the deal. There are also great things that can happen because of the internet. It's just that right now, we live in a world right now where if you're not careful and don't keep an eye on what your kids are watching, don't keep an eye on what your kids are doing, you, you might end up being one of the parents that will regret not doing so. You have kids that are sharing information that are not even true, that are not even real, and they're sharing it with each other. And you have people, you have kids that have developed suicidal thoughts that have actually attempted, even on social media, to allow everybody to watch them attempt it. This is what we have to contend with right now. These are the things we have to contend with. Then we have teachers that are not given the permission to be able to do and really teach. So what do we have here? We have teachers that are, many people that are dropping like flies, don't no, no longer want to teach because they just don't know what to teach. They don't know how, what they're supposed to do so that they don't get, you know, bullied out of teaching. People are literally being bullied out of teaching. And yet at the same time, we have parents that are not keeping an eye on their kids at home either. So what do we have here? We have kids that are, that are developing anger, anger outburst. We have kids that are developing something that I call intermittent uh, uh, explosive disorders. You have kids that are developing eating disorders. You have kids that are developing depression and anxiety. You have kids that right now that what they're thinking about is suicidal thoughts and addiction. You even have kids that are experiencing homicidal, can I say that again? Homicidal ideation, where they, where they go out and stand by people, nobody touch them, and all they think about is how to whack that person. Kids, I'm talking about kids, I'm talking about kids that are below 18 years old. I'm talking about kids that are even, one, a particular one that I treated before, told me that he has been having it since he was five years old. But because... His parents were in the middle of divorce. They didn't pay good attention to him. And he'd been having it. And the fact that this kid turned 18 and did not, had not even hurt somebody, that is miracle in itself. And when he turned 18, he sat the mother down and said, look at, I'm 18 years old now. I have a right to go seek mental health for myself. You have a choice. You either join me in this journey or you don't. If you don't, get out of my way because at 18 now, I'm no longer cute. If I end up hurting somebody out there, I'm no longer cute. I'm going to go to prison. So let me go get the help. And thankfully, the mother, even though she was scared, followed this kid. This kid that I'm talking about now is over 22 years old, thriving. 
because he sought help. And because the mother dared to stop, yeah, a little bit late, but still did it. Dared to stop her tracks, her business, and begin to pay attention to what is going on with the kid. So is social media harmful? At this point right now, most times it is. There are some that he doesn't. It's all in how you use it. Even as adults, it's all in how we use it. After all, we see a lot of adults now that are being upset. A lot of adults that are getting wrong information and they're making decisions, life decisions, terrible life decisions on what is wrong, what is not true. Now, we have this little thing now that is called AI, something artificial intelligence, which is a little bit scary. I'm going to talk about that some other time. Because I tell you one thing, the first, play, the first time when I saw it was on a show where a character wanted to make sure that his dad does not marry this woman. And so what did, what did he do? He used that artificial intelligence and copied exactly the tone, the voice of this woman. And this woman was reporting, was reporting this young man to the, uh, what, to, uh, um, to the authorities for something. And when the dad heard it, instead of the dad to sit down and try to find out, is this true? He acted on it and destroyed his whole life, destroyed his marriage, destroyed everything because of this artificial intelligence. So even though this is great, is a great, uh, is a great tool, but it's also scary because as we move, as we move into elections in America, as we move into elections all over the world, can you imagine how this artificial intelligence can be misused if, if, if our government, if our people do not put a cap on it right now, it can be destructive. Just like social media, it was meant for good, but now it's becoming destructive. So my, my thing to, my discussion to you today is, is, to, is to you to employ your, your parents that you need to take, you cannot, you cannot put your responsibility and lay it at the feet of a teacher. That teacher has his or her own family too. You cannot lay it at the feet of a school, especially when you have suspected that something is going on. Especially when you know that, hmm, something is not quite right about your child. You cannot put it, lay it at the platform, at the foot of a school. Because the, frankly, the school was not there when you mm -hmm, had that baby. But I do understand too, the role of a stool, right? I understand too the role of a principal. I understand too the role of a teacher who finds something that is a little bit not, not up to par with that kid. It is their responsibility to report it so that things can be done. And after you've reported it, there's nothing else you can do. It's not left for that parent to do what they need to do. So parents, to you parents who are sitting up there and allowing your kids to sit on social media for 24 seven, I'm urging you right now, it is time to crack down. You do the cracking down. Don't wait on the politicians. Don't wait on the government. Don't wait on the school. You did the crackdown. You did the crackdown in your own home. 
I had a 12-year-old that started smoking. And guess what? I said, how do you find out? He said, well, I said, where do you get the first one? He said, I got it from dad and mom. While you're adults, and I cannot, frankly, I, I cannot say anything where that is because you're adults. It's also important that we lay examples for our kids. If you know that you don't want your kid to be smoking weed, then don't be smoking weed in front of your kid. Yes, you're an adult, but don't be smoking weed. That's the same way. Even with social media, you have to learn. We have to model good practices of ways that we can use social media in front of our kids. So I hope I'm touching somebody's life today. I hope I'm making an impact in somebody's life today. There is danger on social media if we choose to ignore it. Until next time, be inspired, be motivated, be of sentimental value. Understand that you, my friend, you are the hero in your life story. Do not allow anybody to rewrite your story. Please like, 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 comment, 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 share, share, share. My YouTube, The Princess of Suburbia. Of course, uh, it's called Life Rehab TV and uh, International Diaspora Network. And of course, Tear the Veil with Dr. Fumi, my podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to Tear the Veil with Dr. Fumi. We hope you have enjoyed being a part of today's show and that we have helped you in shining. For further information, you can visit us at drfumipsychdnp.com and pobpsychiatry.com.